Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning, heartache. Oh, my God. I have been waiting all night to say that. Not that I've been waiting and anticipating the heartache, but everybody take a deep breath. You might have a stretch on this one. Let me grab my juice here. Let me take a sip. And let's figure this thing out. Let's get ready to figure this thing out. I'm telling you, I think I want my vitamin water. Oh, what day is it? It's Sunday. It's football day. It's the return of football. It's hopefully, a, you know what? I don't know why the season doesn't line up like it's supposed to. I want it to be a good 75 degrees outside, and it already feels like it's maybe 90-something. I don't know what time it is. Let's see. It's it's almost noon. It's almost high noon. It's here on the East Coast. I'm recording this. And it sounds like I might have a little bit of issue with my voice. feels like my ear is stopped up. Let's see. Uh, right at about 20 minutes after 11 here on the East Coast as the AC kicks on. Um, I am probably going to have a, a few issues getting my thoughts together today today is the deadline it's a deadline that I wanted to have it all together life get back to some normalcy that's not a thing I'm I'm here to tell you that's not a thing um I tried yesterday because you know in book two this is book two I'm Yolanda at Dryer Buzz it's called how to get out of bed it's my first thoughts of the morning um, the very first conversation I try to have, I try to have, I try not to scroll my social media, but, uh, I was looking for something in my memories because today, believe it or not, and gosh, okay. Today, believe it or not, is there's something I said 10 years ago. There's something that happened five years ago. And there's something that happened literally two years ago that today is an all-important day, and it's a, let's just say hindsight. Can I just say hindsight? I want to say heartache, but then I don't want to live in that. I don't want to sit in that, and that's just who I am. Um, I want to post a bunch of stuff in commemorative, um, but I want to, before I talk about what today became, uh, I want to I want to go back and talk about some hindsight because it's in the hindsight that we get to see that we are part of such a larger scheme of things, right? That life is if we recognize the reality, which is the podcast that we talked about yesterday. Y'all bear with me. This message is going to come forward, and apparently, it's supposed to come through me because it is these puzzle these pieces of life puzzle life p- puzzle pieces of life are moving so fastly for me. Interesting enough, and and you know what? This is why I say social media is important. This is why I say you have to curate this thing because nowhere else would I have curated such memories enough to go back and savor what I have accomplished in life than on Facebook, okay? And I know everybody has all kind of negative stuff to say. Let 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 me sip this thing. Hold on. But if not for my Facebook memory, because I don't have the scrapbooks now, I got a bed over here for the journals. I've got, I've got, I've got stuff everywhere. Some people will call it chaos, but it's organized. It's orchestrated chaos. But if not for my social media, 
I wouldn't have the memory that I do have, and I wouldn't have lost the memory that I do have if we'd only had this in the cloud in the early days. But luckily, we've had it for, we've literally had it for the past decade, okay? Something consistently that we can have in part in our life and, uh, and, and, and chronicle uh, everything that we do. I can go back 10 years and see what I ate, what I said, what I did, who was around, who's not around, and so forth. Uh, but hindsight of it all, I'm trying to find the pen because I know I took my pen and I put it in my purse because I was, I took a, I decided to take a journal with me yesterday. Let me grab a pen so I can write down. Oh, here's a pen way over here on the floor, which means I probably slept a little bit rough and kicked it off the bed. But I'll grab this pen and sorry for the, the noise and, and so forth. But if you're on here, I don't even need to apologize. That's why I love hindsight. Uh, that's why I love those who not only follow, but those who lead me. I'm going to talk about that today. Not my followers, okay? I'm going to talk about my leaders. I'm going to talk about people who lead me, people who lift me. Oh, dang, wait, wait, y'all. Let me grab the journal on this. I'm going to have to shift some stuff around. I need the journal right here in front of me today because the clarity is about to come through. Okay, we said, I said heartache, but I don't want to live in heartache. So I'm going to write hindsight. Yeah, there's heartache in, in my hindsight, right? Okay, and but I want to talk about those who lead and lift, right? Because last night, one of the things I did before I went to bed, and, and you know how we get added to all these different groups and things like that. Somebody knowing I'm going to speak my mind, adding me to this group of neighbors. Um, let me tell you something. Also in my memories is a couple is some some years ago maybe I don't know how many um, one thing with what was going on with my mom it kept me close to home right close I, I spent a couple of years like just in the neighborhood prior to that you know like everybody else I had the long commute I spent a lot of time outside the neighborhood. Now, mind you, I've always been civic-minded and politically engaged, meaning that I'm not that person. I'm not going to just show up to vote. I want to make sure we got some good people on the ballot and get elected and all those kinds of things. I got a lot of experience in this stuff, right? And, uh, and, and so lo and behold, so we had this, let me tell you about the heartache. I'm looking back over my Facebook memories, and there's a lot of heartache. And I remember, I remember the day the neighborhood and the history of the neighborhood was at war. And there was this great heartache that came out of it. It's like, wow. And the heartache was sometimes human beings can exceed the expectations and even the limits of ignorancy. There's some people who get to walk this planet each and every day, and they're just so ignorant. Right. But then I realized I don't have to focus on that. We don't have to focus on that. That is something you're going to live long enough. You're going to experience that heartache. I want to talk about heartache. So beyond the heartache, knowing that the heartache, I didn't know the heartache was coming. I didn't know when it was coming. I didn't know if it was coming. I didn't know it was there. I knew it's part of life. But when I look back over my Facebook memories, I'm so grateful this morning because I could sit here and have a sad day. I could do the post, the memory, the commemoration, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But before I got to that, I, I love Facebook memories because as long as you have been on Facebook, that's as far back as you can go. So I got up this morning upon waking and grabbing my phone as everybody else does. I could immediately scroll back, ooh, a year ago. 
uh, five years ago, seven years ago. It looked like mine is like it's going, it goes um, a year, two years, five years, seven years. I love the five years, the seven years. Seven year, one seven year because it, I was highly active. Seven year takes me back to 2012. Let me tell you, 2012 was a boss year. It was a year I made some amazing investment into who I was and who I wanted to become. That was it. I'm like, okay, let's etch this in stone. This is the life that I want. Let me go and learn everything I need to learn, uh, become everything I need to become, risk everything I need to risk, invest everything I need to invest, have the right people around me and get rid of everybody else, right? And and say to the world, this is who I am and this is who I'm going to be. I, I don't know if that was me defining myself because if I look back at the hindsight, everything about me has been that. And I'm always that, right? So I kept scrolling and, and it goes back 10 years. And then I saw on the 10, year, 10 years ago today, uh, if you go by the date, and I don't too much like to go by the date. I like to go by the day because, you know, I just get that kind of, because you know me, I love numerology and I'm like, I like a whole nine day, whatever, whatever. Subscribe to what you want to subscribe to. So uh, 10 years ago, my, my thought process, okay, let's get this planning these strategies together. And I was like, hey, that's where I am. I am planning and strategizing about the next five years and the next 10 years, right? And what does that mean? What am I beholden to at this point in my life? Now today, um, and we, and I saw even a year ago in the family, we couldn't, we couldn't decide then. I remember the weekend came. It was last, one year ago was a year, a year from my mother's transition. And we couldn't decide. One of us, like, I want, I said, hey, let's stop on the particular day that we said goodbye. Um, there are others, they want to do the date. We still can't agree today. Today is a two-year anniversary. But I, I know that at the two-year anniversary, I wanted to be able to say I'm okay. That, um, but then I don't, I don't know what to expect because I've seen my friends and I'm like, man, and I know that trauma has no time. You go right back in it, you know. But I really wanted to mark today saying that, uh, and I, I was, I don't know that I made any promises. I'm not one. I don't bother. I don't bother uh, with life and with God and with all the bless. I just don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a deal maker in that sense. I'm going to do what I can in every second that I'm given a chance and a choice. I'm going to make it everything that, that I can be. And I wanted to sit in front of me is a plant that I have tried to keep alive. <laughs> I have tried to keep this plant alive that was part of a, 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 a beautiful plant that we brought home from the memorial service. And I broke it down into, it was five plants that made this big, beautiful thing or whatever. And I have two left. And I need to I need to say goodbye to this plant because green thumb and ain't my thing, and it's a hot summer and this, and I think these plants are like going through it just like I'm going through it, and I'm like today I'm like do I say goodbye to the plant I don't want to say goodbye to the plant so I bought another pot I'm gonna repot the plant I forgot to get extra dirt so so instead of completing the task I'm standing here looking at the plant and the old pot and I got the new pot but what I don't have is the dirt. Because I don't want to, I, I don't know what, I was about to say I don't want to. But Good Morning Heartache was on my mind all last night. Because I knew coming, I knew once I came home and went to bed, I was going to wake up and I was going to have to say hello to the heartache again. So, and then I went, I was like, why is it Good Morning Heartache? And then I realized, oh wait, that's a Billy Holiday. 
One thing I do not do is play music by women that might have had the same issues that I B- Billie Holiday had so much heartache. And I'm like, okay, sister, thank you, but no. I'm not no. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to live in the heartache. Billie Holiday says, and I have the lyrics right here, wish I forget you, but you're here to stay. It seems I met you when my love went away. Now every day I stop. I'm saying to you, good morning, heartache. What's new? Stop hunting me now. Can't shake you no how. Just leave me alone. I've got those Monday blues straight to Sunday blues. Good morning, heartache. Here we go again. Good morning, heartache. You're the one who knows me well. Might as well get used to you hanging around. Good morning, heartache. <laughs> I'm going to say go sit down. Uh, and, and I didn't read the first part of it because it said good morning, heartache. Yo, gloomy sight. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm, I'm that person. Look, you need, I pushed Billie Holiday and her, her song away because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that person. And let me tell you. I am at times. That's why we do how to get out of bed. I'm gonna, what I am going to do is see if this iPad will allow me to go ahead and switch over here and maybe check out some of the con- comments. Uh, if you want to make this a two-way conversation, go to the Facebook page and you will be able to see notifications out the wazoo. Uh, if you go to the Facebook page as well, let me tell you how to listen, how to listen to this. First of all, it is a podcast. And I, I tape it live because going live um, gives me that push. That's my leap. That's my jump, right? Pushing that button, I know I'm, 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 I don't like dead air, so I'm not going to sit here and not say anything. Um, and so if you want to, like, listen and in the background do something else, listen on Periscope. Listen live on Periscope, meaning that you can open it in the Periscope window and go on back over to your other social medias and so forth, so forth. Uh, if you want to put it on a television or any other kind of smart device, you can do that on YouTube. Right now I'm live on YouTube. For those of you who, like most of us, have started using our, our Fire Stick and smart TVs um, to, for our social media. So you can put it there and play it while you are getting up, getting dressed, but you are already out in, during your day. Um, that's for my second shift people because the rest of y'all probably well into your day. And this is a daily podcast. So if I wake up with the breath of life, you get a podcast. Um, if you want to have a two-way conversation, meet me. Oh, when you get the notification and, and there's no set time for this, it's like, hey, I just woke up. We ain't going to rush God, okay? But if you want to have a two-way conversation uh, during the live taping of the podcast, you can meet me when you get your notification because you got to have your notification notification on. And uh, apparently this tablet just died. But you can go over uh, to the Facebook page and then meet me in the comments and so forth and and so on. All right? And then uh, actually we're on a couple of Facebook pages, my uh, drive bus page. And then if you want more and you want to filter for just how to get out of bed, there is a how to get out of bed page. But I know I just said a lot, but I got one place you can go and get it all. I know I've got one place where you will go and you can find everything and decide what the decision is yours. Let me write that down. Lead, lift, decide y'all. Uh, I am deciding not to do the heartache thing today. Um, but you can go to dryerbuzz.com and that's why I say it's older than the memories on Facebook. It's been around dryerbuzz.com has been around for 17 years. Um, but 
one of the reasons I'm not going to call this heartache is because when I went back, I could see, as I look at those memories on Facebook, I could see life preparing for this day, for that day, for every day. When I look and say, wait a minute, you mean to tell me 10 years, 10 years ago today, 10 years ago today, I woke up saying, man, I need a plan. I got to have a plan. I got to have a strategy. The comment that I made 10, 10 years ago today was, um, we don't know, don't know what's ahead. Let's get this plan and this strategy. I literally said 10 years ago, coming up with the plan and the strategy that would take dryer buzz another seven years. Cause dryer buzz is 17, about to be 18 years going into 2020. Right. And, and there are some people who are trying to rush and get ready for 2020. And to know that 10 years ago, I was like, Hey, this is what I want life to be at 2020. And then five years, you know, saying 10 years ago, Hey, listen, this is what I need. I mean, it's, hindsight they say hindsight is hindsight is 2020 and in a few days we're on the countdown to 2020 hindsight is 2020 I'm sitting here today experiencing the hindsight and it's and my hindsight is telling me girl you are so ready for 2020 you are so there is nothing in the way for 2020 like you know and there's some things that we all are trying to hold on to. I'm just saying. There's some things that we all trying to trying to hold on to and it's like mm. Okay, so 10 years ago I had this little post out there that said planning and strategy. From the 10 years ago I put I put started putting this plan in place. Um and obviously it was a 2-year plan because 2009 then 2003 years 2012 um and then that then that was the seven years seven years and then um putting working that plan at 2012 so when I hit the five-year mark and the 10-year plan and the memories that are on this thing for the five-year mark are so awesome and amazing because what I experienced at the five-year mark Actually, Oprah was in town. Oprah came to Atlanta. She was on the tour uh, and noticed Oprah's going back on tour. But Oprah was on tour with the, uh, I forget what it was called, but uh, I had an opportunity to go and experience. It was a whole two, maybe three-day experience. Um, but the people that I ran into, one in particular was Angela. And five years later from that, we launched, we launched a podcast together because we said then, man, we have got to do something. But at the th- that time, we were both on the, on these trajectories of, of going one, going, her, she going her way, I'm going mine. But I passed, kept crossing, like, girl, we've got to stop meeting like this. We have got to work together. And a year ago, um, we, maybe a year ago, maybe, no, not even a year ago, two years ago, we, we did some things together and again continuously saying we have got to work together and here we are uh five years from from that chance meeting just happened to be both walking through this huge arena with other 60 50 I don't know how many thousands of people running into each other and then here we are again hey when we say keep in touch man we kept in touch hindsight y'all hindsight okay so what is today 
Today is um, the anniversary, second year anniversary of my mother's passing. And that's all I'm going to say on on that. And just to know that hindsight, all I can say is thank you, life, for the preparation. Thank you, life, for... Um, there was one post in there. I, I said, oh, one of the posts. I made a post while I was at the... Oprah event and I'm standing there. We had, we found this first of all, we had we had amazing VIP access uh to the event, but we were like, eh, it's too many people around. We need to soak in this moment. I still I don't even not remember who I who I was with. I don't even remember. I remember running into somebody But I'm standing there and we actually left. We had a suite. We were part of a group that had a suite. And we left and went and sat somewhere else where we can get this view. Basically we can get these pictures of the stage, right? Wanted the I wanted this I wanted this shot because the old the way the arena was, they've re, re, since redone the arena, there was a place you go go and get the shot of the stage and all all of its glory. And I could see the like the entire audience because it was such an interactive day. Um uh, one thing that they did at the Oprah event was they gave you these bracelets and the bracelets were interactive. One they were sending back all, they were capturing all this data. Uh, they probably was monitoring your blood pressure and all kind of stuff, right? Whether or not you were excited. They probably could tell if you liked who was on stage. Oh, let that person stay on stage longer. Everybody's uh, heartbeat or rhythm or blood pressure is going good. You know, oh, get that person off the stage, you know. And then they, they kind of lit up and, and did all this stuff. So it was just a, a beautiful thing. And I don't know, I think I've only seen maybe one or two others. I mean, they they deployed some amazing technology on that day. And, and, and so there are a couple other things that I've seen utilize that. But I don't, you look for some of this stuff to become the norm. That's why I'm like, man, stuff just come and go. But during over the past 10 years, we have seen so many things um, being tested and I guess people just don't want to make that investment in it. But they were able to capture a lot of stuff because it had, you could go to, um, once you left there, went out maybe to the exhibit area as you went to each of the booths, you know, they could scan. It had your data in there, basically. If you wanted to sign up for this, that, and the other, you just swipe your bracelet and all your information because you keyed in. You got in these long lines, you keyed in all your data that they asked for, right? Um, and as you went to all the exhibit booths and you got this, that, and the other, and there were these different prizes, it's just very interactive, right? I don't know why we don't live with, well, we do live with that kind of technology today. It's in these phones. Um, people are able to capture all your data. I noticed all these, all these systems being added to different parking lots. You out there walking through the mall parking lot and it, it's doing facial recognition and, and it's following you. Let me tell you, the pixels, you know, you log, you go into the mall, but you logged into Facebook, it's track, and it goes, it looked like you went here, and it looked like you went there. You know, hey, tell us about this place. And you look around, and you're standing right in front of the place, and you're like, how do they know that? Your phone. And whatever else you might have subscribed to being implanted with, uh, the wearable technology, you know, your ear, earbuds, uh, all this stuff, right? Most of us are walking around with, three and four listening devices, recording, tracking devices. You have subscribed. We have subscribed to all kind of surveillance. Um, there's stuff all in the car, uh, everywhere. 
everywhere, including, I mean, a lot of the stuff that you buy now, you can buy a pair of sneakers and it's got tracking stuff in it. I mean, you just, you, 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 we subscribe to these things because in, in there, over the last 10 years, there was a report that came out that said that, that we were ripe and ready for this kind of surveillance because we love a good deal. People love a good deal and give you a good 10% off your phone bill. You'd be like, oh yeah, put all that stuff on there, right? When you, how many of you get your phone and the first thing you do is go and delete like all the apps or everything, like go into permission and turn all that stuff off and then only turn on, turn back on what you seriously need. There's an app that I love. A friend of mine has an app. Love it. Love it. I'm like, yeah, I want to get notifications. Yeah. I want to get invites. And it's like, you're not going to get, you're not going to get anything unless you allow us to track you. 24 seven. I'm like that. And, and I'll turn it off. Like, no, I don't, I don't want that. But then they'll, they'll start having a good conversation in the chat room. Oh, you can't respond unless you turn it back on. I'm like, God, I swear to you, y'all. So now I've got to decide, do I want them like to know? I need you to know, cause they have a map. I, there's a map and you can go and click this map. And you can see where everybody's at. But if you wanna if you wanna comment, we gotta know where you are at all times. Or you gotta be cognizant, like, okay, I'm gonna go and chit chat, chit chat, chit chat, but then we go turn this off. Who has that habit? Nobody. How many of you have that habit to go in and to turn it off? Or just to go on there when you when you get home, I have a friend, I have a, no, I have a relative. She leaves, she puts her car, she puts her phone in the trunk. She doesn't even take devices in her house. I'm like, yeah, she paranoid like that. But she doesn't even take devices in the house. She's still one of those people. She's going to call you. She ain't texting. She ain't, like, you ain't got time to talk. You ain't got time to talk. But we're going to talk. I'm like, girl, where's your phone? In the, in the car. It's in the car. It's in the trunk. You know, it's like, I'm like, okay, well, did you park the car down the street? Did you, did you walk a mile? Because otherwise, <laughs> it knows. It knows that you've arrived home. And I guarantee you, if you, if you wanted that deal, how many of you wanted that deal on your insurance? So you agreed to wear the, the, you turn on your heart device or wear the wearable technology that manages every single thing that you are doing. I'm like, I joined a walking group. It was a walking group. Friend of mine is, um, and I say friend, when I say friend, y'all mean, I mean, through social media, um, she started a walking group. And, and so one of the accountability, she wanted to become everybody's accountability partner. If you want to, if you want to, um, get some exercise, she's going to be the accountability partner. She's going to text us all these memes all day and you have to screenshot your apps, your activity apps and share those, uh, to the group. I ain't got nothing to share. Let me tell you, because I open up this app and I'm like, man, everybody's taking Hundreds of thousands of steps, mine ain't even moved. I'm like, dang, what kind of life do I live? And so I'm like, I'm like, and I told her, I said, well, I don't have any, I don't have any um, thing tracking me. And she goes, well, yes, you do this app on your phone. I opened the app up and the app talk about, I, I went up three flights, which should have been 15. Uh, I took 200 steps, which should have been 300,000, you know, and I'm like, girl, this thing said I barely moved. She said, okay, well, you barely move. And you know, my phone is in my hand 24 seven. I'm like, well, did I not carry the phone that day? You know, what day were you not carrying your phone? Girl, you just did not move. You did not move. You, that was a day you podcast for the first 30 minutes of your day. 
I, because I, I, I'm like, wait a minute, I need to get up and exercise for the first 30 minutes of my day. So now I don't care where I go, and I'm, I'm carrying this phone, right? And I was so excited when I swiped, I'm swiping, swiping, and I saw one day that I took 3,000 st- uh, steps and went up a couple of flights. I'm like, wait, what did I do that day, right? Hindsight, hindsight, we need... Even though life is heartbreaking, even though there is heartache. And let me tell you, I was telling you, I know I'm heartbreaking. My heart just broke again because I'm not that active. I've got to get active. So what I need to do is I need to take the phone and put it with me, get on this treadmill. Uh, All this equipment at my disposal, let me tell you. But we already know. Oh, let me go back to the, uh, because I'm about to mention Iyala. I saw a post today. Um, because apparently this was the weekend that all this stuff happened. And I saw a post, I was telling you that when I, we went to the Oprah event, and I don't know anything else to call it, and I hate dropping Oprah's name like that, but we went to the Oprah event. Uh, at the Oprah event, she had the lady from the Eat, Pray, Love. She had Ayala Vanzant. She had Deepak Chopra um, and a couple of other people. And they all came out, and they all did this these talks. They did an individual talk, then they sat down with Oprah, and um, I was so excited about Ayala. Now, I'm going to tell y'all, I don't watch Ayala on own. That's some hot mess, y'all. Um, it's some it's some hot mess. Ayala is such a brilliant person and has written the most amazing books. And I remember discovering Ayala, and this is what I was, what I was reminded about in the hindsight, in the memory post. Uh, I remember discovering Ayala as I was maybe in my 20s, where I was a young mom trying to figure this thing out. And I'm like, man, life takes your breath away. It Life takes your breath away. They said that thing that doesn't kill you, make you stronger. Honey, it takes pieces of you you can't get back. Uh, life takes your breath away. And I remember life was trying to suffocate me. And, and I found a book by another author who mentioned Iyala. They, it was like these groups of women in this, in the, at the time, um, several of them, and they were publishing, and this was the onset of African-American publishing. I guess some, somebody died, and, and, and therefore black women could go forth, as, as always and continuously having to happen. Um, so I discovered this. There was a bookstore. Y'all, I'm going to tell y'all, this bookstore was on the corner of Lenox, no, no, Peachtree and Piedmont. Peachtree and Piedmont, there was a bookstore there, um, way back in the day, right now, you know what it is. It's a, it, I think they've even torn down what was there last week. I drove by there yesterday. It's something else. It's a whole ass tower going up. But there was a bookstore there, and I, I worked in the area. I think I worked in the area, or some kind of way. I ended up in this bookstore, and I remember there was this big crate of books, and I'm like going through the books, and I saw um, a couple of books. I saw Pearl Clegg, and I remember reading. Uh, I saw a Yala book, and I got those books, and I took them home. And Pearl said, as women, we need to join each other at the womb. That's stuck with me because that's the one thing that women can't seem to do. I, I'm, I'm my 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 my. I own dryer buzz, right? And my thought, and I, I never really, I never really thought of it as as something for women in particular, uh, simply because women are stubborn. Okay, but I just remember, in fact, nothing that I've ever done started out for women. I'm just that woman Uh, at the time. But I, 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 let me, let me, let me, 
let me go back and figure this out, how to say this, okay? When I start, before I started Dryer Buzz, um, I spent like a decade prior to that in community organizing, right? This is in my, I think I probably, let me, let me figure this out. Let me figure this out so I can give you the hindsight. I used to do these events for men. Everything that I've ever, ever done, uh, I always had this amazing circle of men. And so I've always had the same kind of work ethic, ethic, um, self-esteem, confidence, you know, just never really, um, even though, you know, as a woman, you know, I had these moments of anxiety and depression and all those kinds of things, but there was just, I, I just never really truly had inhibitions. Like I wish sometimes I could be, I could experience fear. In fact, I have a, there's a poem that I have out there. There's a spoken word piece that I did. You know, I wish I, I and it says, I said in there, I wish I could fall in the woods and somebody lift me up, but nobody's coming, right? Always have had to be resilient. Always have had to figure the things out. Now, I've had some great support. I I can fall. And there's some people there, but there have always been people that just won't let me fall. Like, I, I'm like, can I just fall right here? Just, can I just lay here? No, girl, get up. You, Because you, you're leading. There are, people, there are people following you. You know, that kind of thing. So I always used to have these events for men until one day a group of the men was like, I think it's time you take this conversation to women because they we had gotten to the point where everything had been said and and, and they were like we're telling you this because we want you to go forth and tell them like literally like go tell this stuff to women you have learned every essence of us you understand us so well help us out and I mean on every level the fellas were saying this and so I remember I decided okay I got to figure out if I'm going to do what I'm doing because I had all these events for men. Um, if I'm going to do it for women, let me figure out how do I translate this to women. So I went looking for these books and I don't know if I went looking for the books or I, the men said it. And then I saw the book and I remember reading Pearl had this book called Mad at Miles, Mad at Miles. And in the book, while it talked about, you know, the duality of the kind of men that we have to live with, you know, the man that is the warrior, although I still question her vision of the warrior man. Um, and I do, and I'm a woman, and I should, because um, we, we, women, we see men differently. But then she also talked about the men, uh, all these other different kind of men. She talked, it was, it was mad at miles, it was about men. Um, but one line in there, in us understanding and dealing with men, uh, and understanding who we are, we have to get to a point where we can join each other at the womb. And that was something I realized when I read that. I'm like, that's what's wrong with the women. This is wrong with us women. It's like we can't even agree that in the one thing that we have in us that operates on the same frequency, exact same frequency, because what comes through the womb is, the, is let me tell you, you think the sun rises? There's no better timing of life. You want to time, life, you want to know about hindsight, you can measure it by what has gone on in your womb. What comes forth through the womb comes through, not TMI if you want to say, but this is a conversation, ladies. What comes forth through our womb is something, it's, it's the timing on, on the womb is so freaking precise. Anybody, I'm telling it's so freaking, if you've had, if you've experienced a cycle, if you've experienced a cycle of life, you know, like I keep telling my daughter, it's hot as hell up here. She goes, mom, it's not hot. Don't touch that thermostat no more. I'm burning up right now, y'all. It's hot. She's like, 
turn on your ceiling fan. Well, the air coming at me like that irritates me, but I'm hot. And I know it's 100 degrees outside, but I feel like it's 200 degrees, right? It's that, that, that's the timing of the wound thing. That's the thing going on with the wound. And Mother Nature keep playing them tricks on me like, oh, girl, you done. Wait, bam. I'm like, Mother Nature, stop. Okay? It happens, right? I remember one time I was, I was getting at my son so bad. <laughs> Got a little joke. Let me tell you what he did. Story time, story time. And I don't, I'm not TM my story time. But I was coming at him, y'all, one day. And, you know, if anybody, if you raised a male child, you know about that testosterone and your estrogen. Oh, my God. It is a water. Ladies, if you have not experienced it, that day is coming. I suggest you go get Jenks Morton's uh, book called Teach Me to Love. Because had I not read that book, whew, I would not have survived. So his, his, his testosterone, my estrogen, and I'm coming at him real hard one day. I'm coming at him real hard. And all of a sudden, I guess it, it dawned on him that he was just simply in the way, that he was just simply the catastrophic uh, casualty of the day. And all of a sudden, we're we going at it. He, look, he gives me this look. He said, wait a minute. He said, is this a true moment or one of those moments? Because otherwise, you know, I don't, mama, I don't want to. You know, because he and I had this thing. We understood that there comes a time when in a mother-son relationship that you become male and female, right? And those things, you don't walk away from some of those moments. If you hit, if you hit a wrong, if you hit that wrong moment with your child, parents, uh, it could go so far wrong. I won't say left or right because y'all get that confused. It could go so far wrong that you can't come back. And that time he called, he was like, wait a minute. Is this, have I really truly done something wrong or are you having a moment? But the way he asked me if I was having a moment, I, that made me even mad, but I had to laugh. I'm like, okay, wait. And then I had to think about it. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh yeah, you're right. Let's, let's walk away right now. You know, it was, it was one of those moments. It was one of those moments that escalated something that was probably very simple. To this day, I don't even remember what it was, but it was one of those moments. Hindsight. Let me tell you, you want to live long enough where you do experience the hindsight. Yes, I'm reading down the list. Yes, it's going to be some heartache. Um, but you need to you need to look at the hindsight, right? Um, lead. Who's leading? Who's lifting? Decide. Heartbreak. Hindsight, heartache, heartbreak. I knew today was going to be, I was going to have to say good morning, heartache. But all last night, and I said, let me sleep on it because I don't want to wake up. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want it to be heartbreak. I want it, I want to. Not commemorate. I, I don't want to remember sitting here and, and getting that phone call because all that week, all that week, and I knew it was that week because I had to make the hospice decision for anybody that has to make the hospice decision. We had to, uh, like, I had to talk to the family, say, listen. And uh, I remember making that decision, and I had to go to my mother's sisters, and I had to say, listen, this is a decision that I have to make. And then I, I had to um, immediately make some prep. Uh, of some things, and I had to go. Oh my God, it was, it was hard. And and here's where I'm mad. Here's where I'm mad at Facebook because I talked about in that, and I used that language in a couple of posts because I I I had other friends experiencing this thing, and I was so thankful in hindsight that I had friends that had shared and was open and honest and transparent about when they went through this. Uh, it, they don't know how much breadcrumbs they left for the rest of us. And I said I must also leave those breadcrumbs because they're. We're, all my Facebook friends, we're all this age. We're all at this point in life, right? And I said, well, I have to share it. And there are those that say, thank you for sharing. And there are those that I might have put some fear in. Hey, listen, in hindsight, you, you're going to appreciate those moments. So 
and making those decisions. And then last night and, and the looming week that this was, I'm like, I just remember, man, getting the one phone call after the next. Okay, we're at this stage. We're at this stage. We're at this stage. And I knew the goodbye, but it had already been a long goodbye. It had already been a long goodbye. And a goodbye that I was thankful for. So in hindsight, I'm so grateful that when I look at my Facebook today and I see that 10 years ago, the things that were put in place, it's like, wow. Five years ago, um, um, 2012, and it's like, and I remember a conversation my mother and I had in 2012, and she had started to kind of figure out what it is I do. And I remember her making it a priority that I make it a priority. Making it, it's like, wait, you know, saying to me, man, 10, in 2012, um, she made this in, literally investment in me for me to go and to this conference. And I'm telling y'all, when I tell y'all, I, I got my life at that conference, okay? I'm telling you, it was getting out of Atlanta. It was going into this group of women, and it was every bit of confirmation I needed. And I I, I, I would not, I just, I can't tell. And the thing about it is, let me tell you, it's not even about that conference, because I don't know what the, who the hell those people were. I don't know where they are right now. But the women that, when I got there, y'all, the circle that I jumped into that these are women on Twitter. We, we were all, it's like we all joined Twitter on the same day and we all showed up, ended up at this conference, Dr. Goddess. I'm going to shout her out because, uh, if you don't know Dr. Goddess, she's a scholar, scholarly. She and I were like the best on Twitter and, and we, we, hooked up on Twitter for I love for theater and, I, and I'm going to stop there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to name dropping any of that kind of stuff. Um, but she just became the big sister of us all on social media. I mean, especially at a time when people were discovering, uh, black girl magic, black Twitter and all of that. We talking before black girl magic. We talking before black Twitter. We talking about, us just being a couple of black women out here in this technology, and you already know what that looked like at the time. Um, and she she was like, hey, we can carve our space out here just like everybody else. And if we don't stop one day and recognize the force that that woman came through this world with and 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 how she said, I'll, I'll lead. And, I mean, she is so much leading us. And it also... Um, Digital Sister, oh my God, there's so many of them. Shereen Mitchell, um, Shereen Mitchell is keeping tabs on a lot of stuff, y'all. And I'm telling you, these are, when I talk about lead and lift, on on that day, I just remember us standing around a tall boy table, uh, going to lunch together, sitting, having drinks. Even though we all ended up in New York at this conference, it wasn't even about the conference. It it was about us finally meeting. And I'm gonna tell you the story time, story time. Shereen and I, let me tell you, I tell the, I told this story before. In one of the sessions, uh, in fact, Dr. Goddess had a session with Issa Ray on the panel. That's how early that's how early this thing was, okay? 
if Dr. Goddess was like, y'all, hey, make sure y'all come, you know, they, because she was like, oh, they're going to let a black woman put together a panel, you know, at this big, con- it was, a, this is the largest con- blogging conference ever. It was like, you know, blogging was becoming a thing, was a thing, and, you know, and the black girl magic was like being discovered, and they was like, oh, we need to have uh, we need to find a black woman and let her curate a panel. And Dr. Goddess went and got Issa Rae because Issa Rae had the YouTube channel, not the HBO yet, right? Uh, Issa Rae had the Awkward Black Girl YouTube. She was like, y'all go sign. Please subscribe to my YouTube. It was, it was in the please subscribe to my YouTube stage. And people were still going, well, what the hell is YouTube? You know, we were on, t- on Twitter. People were coming over a pal talk, all that kind of stuff. Black Planet, all that stuff, right? So we all ended up in New York in this thing because uh, the universe is just, just that way. So we ended up there. Uh, we're sitting there. And in one session, I go in and I'm sitting and the I'm sitting on the end. So I have to kind of like turn my chair to towards the panel and I'm all into the conversation and I'm tweeting and I'm posting. And all of a sudden, you know, and I heard somebody sit behind me next to me, but my back is turned and I'm like engrossed in the conversation. But then I get ready to turn around and say hello. And I hear this person, they, they sneeze, they sniffle, they don't sound too well. And I'm like, oh, here come the germs. <laughs> Serena and I laughed, but I hope we laughed about this. And and lo and behold, so mind you, because we follow each other on Twitter, we both took snap pictures, right, of the panel. And I look on Twitter and I'm like, whoa, Serena, I'm like, wait a minute. And, and dig, her, her thing was digital. And her screen name, and I'm like, and I, I literally text her. I'm like, wait, are you are you here? Lo and behold, I turn around. That's her. She's sitting next to me. Now, mind you, we never met. We'd never met. None of us had never met. We were, all we knew was each other based on screen name and whatever came through on Twitter. And I'm looking at her picture and my picture. I'm like, man, we got the same picture. I literally still don't turn around. I tweet her. I'm like, girl, how do we have the same picture? And she goes, is that, she touched me. Is that you? I'm like, literally sitting right next to each other. Only way we realize we're in the same room and this is technology. The bad part is about technology. The only way we realized we were in the same room sitting right next to each other is we posted the exact same picture. And lo and behold, we ended up spending that entire day, got our life, talked about life, everything, and how what we're experiencing uh, as, as black women early on in this technology and how we're going to carve out a space in this, in this, uh, for the diaspora and for black women in particularly, because this was the one place we, we need to be able to come on here, take off our masks, have all of our discussion, have the discussions that we need to have. Because unfortunately, even though the rest of the world doesn't want to see our, our humanity, we have to, like Pearl said, join each other at the womb and, and see our own and feel our own humanity. Last night before I went to bed, I went and I, there's this name. I told you there's a neighborhood group somebody added me to, and I think they added me to it because they know what she said. She gonna say something, and I said something. And sometimes you have to let people know. Look, you can't go around bullying the world like that. But then somebody, I woke up. Let me sleep on it. Somebody woke up this morning. And they said, well, you know, why keep tabs on a few when that because they're not they're not the majority. And I said, you know what, you're right. I'm, I'm gonna jump out of this group. I'm gonna let them have their little hate group in the neighborhood. Y'all have at it. Have it because what you will do, what I know you're doing is you're watching me. And you want to know how I get this done? Let me tell you, you're trying to get in my way today. You are 10 years late. You are you trying to disrupt my 2020. You're a decade late. You can't get caught up. You can't catch up. You can't find 
a way to bring any more heartache and heartbreak because I have lived long enough and I have seen it all and you don't even have enough within you. I will hurt you with my words. I am a great debater. Okay, I'm just saying. It's like people, y'all better stop. Y'all better stop. Let me tell you. I said I did not want, in hindsight, I did not want to wake up and say good morning, heartache. So I'm going to say hello, hindsight. Hello, hindsight. Thank you so much for showing me. The heartache is not, it, it's there and it lingers, but I don't have to dwell in it. Thank you, um, Billy Holiday. And I can't, I don't know about y'all, but let me tell you, I can't listen to a Billy Holiday song. I can't listen to a Phyllis Hyman. Uh, let that stuff come through. Let it, let it live, but don't live in it. Learn from it. Let me, let me write that down. Let it live. Don't live in it. Don't live in it, y'all. I'm trying to write. What was the other one I was going to say? Learn. And, and we've been ending a lot of these, and we are at 48. Listen, right? We've been ending with that. Listen. I think book two is all about listening because sometimes you have to get quiet. And I know I can't come over here with a dead air podcast and just listen because there's nothing to listen to. But I am listening. I'm listening to you and on, on social media. People are like, well, how do you listen to social media? You you get quiet and you read. You read the comments. You read what other people are saying. Um, go out there and acknowledge. Like I said, if we don't stop and acknowledge Dr. Goddess and Shereen Mitchell and some of those that, that really – help to carve with myself, uh, that were bold enough to come into a space that really uh, didn't want us out here. Still to this day, let me tell you, honey, there was a guy in, in out of Canada. He wrote this article, and uh, there were a couple of articles, and they talked about, now, Oprah, here comes Oprah, and own uh, with, and, and I, don't, I don't even think this should be on television, but they have this thing called Black Women Own the Conversation. That's the, when they said a revolution should not be televised, I don't know, Oprah wants some ratings, so they televise it. I'm not watching it. I can't watch it. Um, simply because I, I, I'm, I'm watching the conversation. I may go and watch it. I may binge on it. But I try, I turned it on. And, man, it was so many hurt women in that first episode. And what I, what I have known, what I have learned from listening, because uh, mind you now, for 17 years, I have been not only curating but watching this conversation. I don't do a lot with women. I don't. Because, um, what was that? Let me go back. Women, black women don't wake up mad enough. Right? They don't. For, me, and for my taste, black women don't wake up mad enough. And by mad enough, you know, if you go back three episodes, it's going to tell you, I mean, motivated and determined. Not enough of us wake up mad enough. Uh, like I said, we went to New York, honey, and Dr. Goddess was mad enough to say, hey, listen, you know, there are umpteen thousand of us out here blogging that are brown, and we are spending money on this conference. We need to see ourselves on these panels. But she also had to turn around and say, black women, y'all spend a lot of money? Well, how come ain't nobody asked to be on some of that stuff, right? I'm just saying, Right. And lo and behold, the year that it is invested in me, that I go and spend a week up there with these brown sisters. Brown sisters was rocking that thing. And everybody was standing back looking like, man, them women is getting together. Uh, I remember when we first, when Twitter let, let us out of jail, y'all think these hashtags are cool? Let me tell you, when we first started using these hashtags, Twitter threw us in. I was in Twitter jail for three years. Three 
full on years. I was a ghost on Twitter. They were like, "You ain't showing up in the trending topic because they knew then what which what we what up what own those now black women own the conversation." Honey, let me tell you, when, when black women came on Twitter in 2008, we owned the conversation, we owned the true trending topics. You can log on, to, and then, then the rest the rest of us came, and that changed. Uh, Twitter was over there changing them algorithms so fast, each and every day, like, wait a minute, we can't be this, right? People were out there mad, well, why, what's with these black women hashtags? Uh, because y'all discriminate the hell out of every damn thing. We have to have our own hashtags, you know? Yeah, we understand. Oh, girls rock. Oh, but then we go, where the black and brown women? So we had to go get black girls rock. All the, all the hashtags. Stuff. Listen, I'm telling you, you better drop your hashtag. I, I did a post one time, and man, I, I put all those, went out there and found all those black, black girl, black woman hashtags and things like that. And... Nobody's saying nobody else can, but let me tell you, when we, when we started uh, tagging our conversation, and we start first of all, when we started using a platform for a conversation, because Twitter to this day still don't know what it does, who it is, and how to survive, right? They like, wait, there I ain't having a conversation. Maybe Twitter is not just a status app, because Twitter started as a status app that you would use it. You take the code from Twitter and you put it elsewhere, all these other places that you would normally put a status. When, like, Facebook having a stat, that status, it used to basically, you would had an app and that you put that status on your website because there weren't no social networks. There were only a couple of them, My, MySpace and Black Planet. And they used to have a status. And so Twitter created an app that you would update your status instead of having to go to all these different individual communities. You go to Twitter, you take that code from Twitter, you put that on all those different places, and you'd have one place to update your status, right? So, but then people started having conversations and it became a worldwide conversation tool. But who dominated the conversation? Black women dominated the conversation because we were, hey, it was like the Harriet Tubman. It was like, oh, we, we are free to be us. We're free to have a conversation. We're free to say any and everything that we wanted in 140 characters. Who better to say something? Who better to say, spit out what they mean but black women? Like, we, we tell you right out. They were like, whoa, they, they are making the most of 140 characters. Because it, it don't take that many words to say what you need to say when it's the right thing to say. So... I say all that to say, what's your hindsight today? Have you stopped and looked back? Don't be afraid. And I'm going to tell you, I was so afraid to scroll my memories today. And one of the reasons why what I'm afraid of is not in my memories today because I did not post it on today. Um, So tomorrow I will have to, I'm going to see where I woke up on a Friday morning two years ago. And literally, one of the reasons, I keep saying, man, why am I still in this neighborhood? Um, I literally had to go a couple of miles and say goodbye and to my mom. And it was, it was, that's all I can say, it was. But now, what is? Um, looking back five years ago on the planning and the strategy, looking back, 10 years ago on the planning and the strategy, looking back 50 years ago, look, just looking back, looking back tells me I don't have to worry about what's ahead because 
of the hindsight that I have been blessed with to use as my foresight, to use as my foresight. Uh, I am not going to be sad today because I was like, girl, get your ish together. Uh, I really, I really had hoped that I would be a little bit further along than I am. Uh, but because of my good girlfriends that are out here and willing to share, um, Dr. Goddess, I, I, before going through my transition with my mother, I got a chance because she shared every essence of hers. So I had those breadcrumbs. Uh, and for those that are following me, I hope that I am giving you good breadcrumbs. I hope that I am giving you good hindsight to use as your foresight. Uh, it is a, it is a, as, as Billie Holiday says, it is something you know and will forever know. Live long enough, you will know heartache. Live long enough, you will know heartbreak. But it ain't always. It ain't every day. I'm probably going to laugh. I'm probably going to have a whole hearted laugh. And let me, can I just thank um, my girl, my good girlfriend, Bobby Jones, out there. I remember after going through this and, and thinking I can go and turn my live stream back on. I was live streaming. And, and, and. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at, see, I told you I was going to laugh, inappropriate laugh, inappropriate laughter, because um, coming, after coming through the transition and after trying to get back to work, Kevin Hart did something, um, <laughs> and Bobby made this joke about Kevin Hart uh, got caught cheating, and she said that his wife should put all his favorite things on the highest shelf. That, was, that gave me such a laugh till I fell out on the floor, y'all. And that's what I look for in there. I look for moments to laugh. Now, I know it's too soon, Bobby. I was even afraid to go to her timeline. It's too soon because Kevin Hart, y'all know, at this time, is dealing with that accident that seems very strange in how they dealt with it. Um, but something can almost take you out, but you will laugh again. I can tell you, you will laugh again. I wanted, What I wanted to re remember today is the things that gave my mother extreme joy she was such a courageous woman um and she was all she was always fighting she was every, we put one thing we put on her tombstone and i remember sitting trying to figure out my daughter was like okay y'all we got to make this decision we had one of those fighting temptation moments like what's gonna go on there and we went around everybody had this thing that and i'm like we were like that's too many laughs I know mommy was like, what are they doing? What are they doing? We were trying to figure out what to put on this thing. And it's like, you know, and, and we had to put all this stuff. We had to have all this stuff. And we were like, it's too many letters, too many words. What are we doing? And uh, we settled for everything to everybody. She was like, everything. I don't, I don't know how we shortened it down. I have to go look at it. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's going to come up in a memory, if not today. But and here's the thing, because today was the day that we said goodbye. That means that my memories that are going to come up all this week are going to be as we shared that experience and the day came that we had to say the final goodbye. And I don't know that it was even the final goodbye. I don't know that we, I don't know that you say goodbye because for those of, for those of you who believe that I do a subscribe to what I subscribe to and that ancestral rever reverence, ancestral reverence, knowing that people go on into that ancestral part of, of, of that realm and that they get to stay with us and be with us all the time, you know, and just be omnipresent, you know, um, 
then you, I, I mean, it just depends on what you subscribe to, which means still, again, you got to want people to be free. You got to want people to be able to experience that, you know, and there's this, there's this vision that I have. Um, and you got to understand that you will get beyond the heartache. You know, yes, those moments are going to come and they come sometimes at the wrong time, but they come. Uh, but you got to let yourself feel what you feel, feel what you feel. I tell people that all the time, you know, it's in suppressing what we need to feel is what keeps us from getting out of bed. It's in what when we need to feel something and you looking around and you like, I can't let this happen here. I got to go find a place. I got to suppress it. Especially as a woman, you know, we always trying to like let it out. Because you know what? Our, our bodies are on such a clock. Uh, and I'm still trying to 17 years of blogging. I am as confused about women today as I have always been because there's something, there's so many obvious things that we should connect on that we don't connect on. In fact, the, the, those things that we as women should connect on, we more often disconnect on like the wound. Like I cannot understand how it is. We are at a point on this planet that women, and I mean all women, can't immediately Go to the womb like that. We all got one. And many many are out there implanting one. Okay. I'm just saying all kind of stuff is happening uh, that people are doing to have the experience that we are born with. And we won't connect on the obvious part of things, but that's life. And I don't know if I, 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 I don't, <laughs> I know it's called dryer buzz. That's just something I just don't have the patience on is, trying to get women to understand that we should be, we should connect. Cause I feel like I'm that person. I'm a, I'm a keep it moving kind of person. And if we can't connect on the obvious, what's obvious between us and that we are women, and that's the hardest place for us to connect. I don't know what it is. Well, I know what it is. It's a construct. There's a construct here that's in several countries, not just America. It's a construct that, that divides us. I mean, hell, look who's, I don't want to talk, I don't want to bring Trump up, but I mean, it's just, it's just amazing that we cannot, we cannot connect on a human level for the simple fact that we are women. There are so many things that, so many things that we choose to divide ourselves in that, in that it's insane. And, and it literally is insane. And people are looking at well, the other species, okay, are looking at us like they are absolutely insane. They're so, they're, their bond is so broken, right? Which is why we have had some of the worst atrocities on this planet. And it simply comes back to women. Um, that's one of the reasons we launched the podcast, Leading Women Podcast. Because we're trying to figure out. And it's not so much that all we need is a vehicle to see that some of us have got some good sense. Some of us, many of us, the majority of us have good sense and the majority of us want to heal the heal the world unfortunately it's there are those that are the benefactors of us being divided that we that they continue to show us divided and we continue to believe that we cannot come together but we can come together we do it each and every day if we woke up today I mean we save some semblance of the world from yesterday we just simply save some I just saved for I just spent an hour and three minutes saving us from some similar world, just letting you know that it's okay that you have some heartache. If you, guess what? If you feel 
the heartache right now, that moment is over. You if if you just in the, if you're in the part where you can remember it, I'm telling y'all, there's something about remembering it. If you're remembering it, it is all it has happened. What you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You want the pain to stop? It's gonna it's going to subside. It's gonna it's going to lessen, right? But in the tr- because it's traumatic, you're going to re- when you remember, you're going to know what that felt like because all these things in us they work together. The heart, the mind, the soul, and as a woman, add the wound to that. Heart, mind, soul, and wound. Okay? Heart, mind, wound, and soul because the soul is everlasting. Heart, mind, wound. Start saying that, ladies. Walk around like you got a wound. You are carrying the center of the universe in the center of your body. And it may not be in the center because it just depends. You might be long torso. I don't know hell. Okay? I'm just saying. I'm short. And I'm I'm equal. <laughs> so mine's in the center. Okay. I don't have long legs, right? I'm just saying. Okay, I hope you laughed. I hope you laughed. I hope you laughed. I hope you got a laugh out of it. I want to laugh today. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy today because I know the memories that I'm going to have to look back on this week. I'm telling you, guys, this thing is just, it's everlasting. But it's everlasting as long as you are learning from your hindsight. As long as you are learning, please, that's the, that's the, the please be ever learning. Please, please, please be ever learning. Uh, that's all I got. That's all I got. I got to go and start the day. And my day is long. My day is going to be long. Um, my day is going to be long. Tormentous. <laughs> However, uh, football does start back, guys. I did say I was going to be in the kitchen, but we decided that we would do Thursday, not Sunday. Because um, there's so much I have got to do today. I've got so many deadlines today, and i got to be on the ground. But in the kitchen, if you're waiting on In the Kitchen with Dryer Bus, Thursday night football, we will be in the kitchen because there's a wider audience other than those who are putting all their hopes in the Falcons. Falcons and the Vikings are kicking off today. So football, Sunday football kicks off today. I'm excited for it. Uh, I wish it was 75 degrees. Feels like it's 90. Who plays football at 90 degrees? But apparently, our Falcons, they get to go elsewhere and play. So hopefully, they get to play in cooler temperatures because it's hot. Thank God we don't have to tailgate today. Who tailgates at 100 degrees? Oh, my God, who does that? Um, see, there's always something. There's there, That thing you want to you wanna be miserable about. Honey, there is, there's so much more to be miserable about, right? But um, I, I'm going to – all I can think about is how thankful I am Um that life is what it is. And I'm so thankful for my mother and um, all the hindsight, all the wisdom, you know, letting me be, you know, encouragement, all of those things. Um, and when I talk about courage, that's the main thing. As we, as we approach the day that we knew was inevitable, all I can think about is the courage, the amazing two years. It's so many different two years. I can go back, oh, the two years of doing this and the two years of doing that. And the two years that we spent um, um, just trying to breathe again another day. Let's do this another day. Let's do this another day. Let's do it one more day. And the time that we had, the last meal that we shared. Uh, I remember cooking this huge meal. And, and and taking and sitting and eating with her and then going outside into the sunshine and just sitting and looking at each other and laughing and we laughed and 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 I realized man mommy's tired I I just remember that 
you know. I just that's what I that's what I remember and trying to find the strength to say, okay, this is it. All right, so here we go. Going forth with hindsight, there is heartache, but you will you will keep going. Um, I can't even read my writing right now. Oh, heartache. Good morning, heartache. Uh, I said, live it, but don't live in it. That's my lesson for the day. You're going to live it. Just don't live in it. Just don't live in it. All right? So, let's go. Do we do it? You know I got one more favor for you guys. You know I'm going to ask you one more thing. Oh, uh, I got to tell you, September, September 27, 9, 9 Dang, I need to play that. Maybe I'm playing the wrong number. I need to play that. Somebody remind me. But anyway, uh, September the 27th is coming. We're, we're launching the 27 Answers um, Answer Platform. We'll be back in the kitchen with Dryer Buzz. We'll be back on Thursday. And, uh, oh, the fourth, first course is How to Rock a Podcast. 27 Answers to Rock a Podcast. I share also, uh, I did the 27 Answers. I listened, I had to listen to it myself. I did a, on YouTube, I did a 27 Answers. This one, I did not write one of the books about it. But uh, it's going. I was going back and revisiting it because it will be a course. But 27 Answers to Rock Like Oprah. And somebody asked me because I started talking about it on the other one about how we broke down Oprah O. P-R-A-H, ownership, philanthropy, risk, audience, and honor. Those are the five elements where we talk about Oprah. You can get that. It's in my timeline. I shared it from YouTube. And so go find something to laugh about, y'all. I'm telling you, don't go, don't go. I'm not, I'm not about to go put on some Billy Holiday. No, I'm not going to live in it. I'm not going to live in it. And um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to go forward because... Apparently, that plan that I had 10 years ago and reiterated five years ago, apparently it is here, and it's time for me to do the next five and the next 10. And I hope that you intend to join me on this journey. All right? Do me one more favor, and that is... Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.